0: Presented to you by the Sideline Dynasty. Visit sidelinedynasty.com, the cure for every sports addict. You know, some guys might decide that it's a little too tough or it's a little too hard, it's a little too demanding. It's Division One football! It's the Big 12! It ain't either murals! You got two weeks. Finals, you got a week of July 4th And you got a week before camp starts That's a month That's probably more vacation than you guys get And we're a little bummed out That we don't get three weeks Go play intramurals, brother Go play intramurals Welcome to The Run Pod Option, Episode 2. I'm Marty. I'm Kyle. And I'm Jeff. Uh, We are The Run Pod Option. You're probably listening listening to this on the Sports Trebuchet Podcast. Uh, We're kind of one and the same. Um, We're missing an English guy that's normally on the Trebuchet episodes. That's cool. Uh, In the future, we might be splitting these podcasts up into two different feeds. More on that as it develops. Uh, But for now, if you want to, feel free to follow us at Sports Trebuchet on Twitter or on Instagram. And if you dig hard enough, you could probably find uh, me, Kyle, or Jeff's Twitter. And I just skip Kyle's. He doesn't do anything.
1: I don't do anything. I'm not good at it.
0: Nope. Not good at Twitter. Not good. And I really am not either. I try. I'm not good at social media. We're all trying. Just it's who can I'm not trying, though. <laughs> it makes me feel like I'm not good at this. Like, I feel like I'm a reasonably funny person. And then I get on Twitter. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm not <laughs> Like, got no chance. Um,
1: <laughs> I know I'm not funny. I don't need the affirmation.
0: So uh, on the run sheet today, we're going to go over current hot seats uh, going into this college football season, uh, talking about a few of our favorite assistant coaches that could maybe fill those roles or just some assistant coaches to keep an eye on. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit of the Heisman race, and then we're going to predict a conference champion for every conference, including uh, the game itself. So, uh, let's get started. Yeah, fellas? Sure. Let's do it. Uh, So, I've got uh, a list of just – there's a – by Pete Thamel on Yahoo, um, a conference-by-conference breakdown of hot seats that he believes – uh, our hot seats, I don't necessarily agree with all of them. Do you want to pick a particular Power 5 conference to start with? Buyer's choice? Flip a coin? Let's go ACC Jeff. to start. All right, we can do yeah, ACC. We can do alphabetical, for sure. So the first thing he had on there, I think it's pretty obvious, is Florida State, right? Yeah. Um, and and I'm wondering uh, uh, you know, how we want to do this segment, whether you say, like, yeah, I do think he is or he isn't. I don't know. But... I'd like to propose this question. Do we think that everything the same, right? Coach going to the school he wants to coach at, he's a proven success at a smaller and even a bigger level with Oregon. And he Mm -hmm. comes home to, let's say, Georgia State. Is he on this short of a leash?
1: No, no, I I I don't think so. It's it's Florida State. They, They want instant gratification. And I honestly don't think it's fair to get rid of Willie Taggart right now. He's had, this is going to be his second year. They had a trash offensive line last year. That's not his fault.
0: Yeah, I agree, Jeff. What do you think?
2: Yeah, it's it's tough because I don't think Jimbo recruited and retained talent as well as he did in earlier in his tenure, and I think it kind of left Taggart in a bad spot. But Taggart didn't help himself. He didn't he didn't recruit any but they get one quarterback and they only have black men, like they really did not help themselves out. So I, yeah. it's going to be kind of dicey.
0: Well, and and Bud Elliott of uh, now the Banner Society was quick to point out when the first year, he's also a big Knowles guy in general, but he said the biggest issue that Florida State had was they didn't they didn't reach out to those B-level and C-level recruits in the process, in the recruiting process. And then when they lost out on A... B and C are already taken up and they were having to settle for the option D. And I think that's an issue and that might be a larger problem. But I think truly that what you alluded to Jeff with the Jimbo Fisher thing, you could say maybe he didn't restock talent and I don't think that's wrong. I think he was probably floating on Bowden's success, right? At least a little bit. But I think that he also had a completely different system. Like Michael. Well, Leach it doesn't didn't also help that like around, you know? if,
1: if you look at uh if you look at Jimbo Fisher's last year there, they went seven and six. And that was with winning their last four games. Yeah. I mean Jesus, was it really? Yeah, they were three and five in the
0: conference. Because that was a year after Jameis, right? No, no, this is two years ago. God damn it. Time flies, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it feels like Jimbo got Canned, and I forget he didn't even get canned. He just got hired by A and He got hired onto A and M after going seven and six.
2: Yeah, because remember State. LSU was courting him too. Oh yeah, and that was the you know is he finally going to go home? But
0: LSU was courting him and Herman at the same time, weren't they? Trying to pull yep. from Herman already. Yeah, want want. Yep. And instead, they're both in Texas and LSU stuck with Coach O. Um, yeah, I hope I hope he doesn't leave. Like I'm not sure. I Anybody that knows me, but also anybody that's ever going to listen to these podcasts is going to hear me say a lot about a lot of different teams. You know, it's kind of fun when Florida State's good, or it's kind of fun when Notre Dame's decent, or it's kind of, you know, et cetera, et cetera. It's fun when USC's good. Uh, Florida State, I've never felt hot or cold about necessarily. I hated Jimbo, mm-hmm. but that was, I think, because it's truly, honestly, it's, it's ridiculous, but his name
2: <laughs> um, but
0: but I really like Willie Taggart. Like, I want him to succeed, and I think it would yeah, be really I'd cool do do. for him to do it at Florida State.
1: I and have it'll no be, problem with Willie Taggart.
0: And I
2: was just thinking it would be nice. I know they're in the same division, but it would be nice to have Clemson have another big rival, you know?
0: No, like, truly. Yeah, seriously.
2: They're, gonna, they're about to run train on the ACC, or continue to run train on the ACC for the next
1: Oh, they year, have so. a big rival right now in that division. It was yeah, I mean, Syracuse. <laughs> Syracuse.
0: Oh, but it's but it's, it's only predicated on if the fir- if the starting quarterback gets knocked out in the first half, and like that's it. <laughs> that's because, not yeah, what I happened
1: don't... when we played him two years and go and beat him. It was just Kelly Bryant got shit canned.
0: We don't. I mean, North Carolina State, Wake Forest aren't those teams ever? Man. Maybe Louisville if Satterfield does his thing, but that's still years away. That's so. a
1: huge rebuilding co- uh, rebuilding
0: yep. project. Yep. And I don't think Boston College even has like a, a choice no. really. They don't have enough uh, dudes. Yeah, they just they can't. They're they're at best a flash in the pan for a year kind of program. In in fact, cool. if I'm if I'm looking at like another
1: person on the hot seat in that conference, I'm looking at Steve Adazio. Dude,
0: absolutely. I'm He's I'm done so nothing. shocked it wasn't on his I'm surprised it wasn't on this list. They've been
1: mediocre at best.
0: Do you know what Every his specialty year. is? Do you know if it's defense or offense? Neither. It was supposed to be. I, I, offense. I, I, I
1: don't know what it is. He was he was the offensive
2: line coach of Florida, wasn't he?
1: Yeah. Oh, I think is that he why was they just under, give the ball to AJ Dillon and just say Urban.
0: run? Yeah. Yeah. Boston College is, is a uh, Boston College needs to embrace less of the uh, Northwestern style mentality when looking for a coach. And I'd love to see them go out and get like the leech, you know, get Dana Holgerson up in Boston College. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> uh, just, oh. just absolute scenes. It'd be great. and they look like one of the best BC being
1: yeah it's BC I kind of like them being just mediocre (laughs) I'm fine with that yeah that makes Uh, me a little happy on the inside
0: one of the uh the other coach that that uh Mr. Thamel had on his list was Justin Fuente uh I made some notes We're, we're sharing notes for uh and you probably saw the point of him losing an extra game in the ACC every year as he's been there. He's lost one extra game. Um, I think <laughs> I think he's in that same situation that Charlie Strong was in, following up with Mac Brown in what was an old coach uh, that had an old, not an old staff, I guess, a seasoned staff and floated on reputation and scheme. Mac Brown didn't do that, but reputation and scheme. <laughs> And, and then, and then the next guy that comes in has to be replicate this.
1: that or do, do it his way and be successful because right. they're used to it there.
0: Yeah. I feel like it's no matter who they had hired, it's going to be a square peg in a round hole. Right. Mm-hmm. Like short of making Bud Foster the head man, that it was always going to be a weird fit because Virginia Tech is like that, which is the best part about Virginia Tech, admittedly. Like they're weird. They're funky.
1: They've got a weird mascot.
0: It's a turkey. It's a a (laughs) fucking turkey, y'all. I don't know. What are y'all's opinions? Do you think Fuente's, I mean, he's obviously not done a great job, but I think it's another case of cleaning up somebody's mess at this point, even a few years in.
1: I think if they lose to another old Dominion, then there's some real questions that are going to be thrown around. If they don't win eight games this year, I think it's going to be a serious conversation.
0: Even with a fifty million dollar buyout, yeah, probably. That's that's, that's still a lot of money for tech. Like, and and with UVA pumping money into the program too, uh, I think I think he stays unless they lose to UVA for the first time since two thousand
2: three.
0: I think I think honestly uh, that would it's going to boil down to that one game. I really think so, and I think that. What if they've won three games and? that's their third oh you're saying if they go three and nine yeah oh i don't think i don't think that's gonna happen
1: i don't think it's gonna happen but what if they do that like if you're saying so much is is rolling on that one game
0: i think it's a fair question so i'm just gonna take a look at their schedule real quick so um at boston college their schedule they're they're definitely gonna win three games before they play uva so they got at bc Uh, Old Dominion, home against Furman, uh, home against Duke, at Miami, Florida, home against Rhode Island, home against North Carolina, at Notre Dame, home against Wake, at Georgia Tech, home against Pitt, at Virginia. So I'm seeing wins at BC. There's one. Old Dominion and Furman, that's three. Uh, Probably Duke and Rhode Island, that's five. North Carolina is a two. Yeah, let's see. Yeah. UNC is probably likely, so let's just say six. Uh, Georgia Tech, seven. I think they win eight games. <laughs> think, uh, so, yeah. yeah. I think your losses think still are around. Our Notre Dame, Wake Forest, and then it's a coin flip between Pitt and at Miami. Uh, <laughs> I hope he stays. I liked them. Yeah. I really liked the higher two. Um, I think it's almost... The way that, and I'm going to, it's twice now, but the way Satterfield is going to have to build, he's a program builder and he's going to have to start from scratch. Fuente had to tear down a good portion of that Virginia Tech system because Mm -hmm. that Virginia Tech system was also predicated on, and not a hot sports opinion, I don't think, but the region of Virginia that they're recruiting from is not an educational hotbed. And there's a lot of guys that Virginia Tech let skate through that wouldn't have the grades otherwise, or maybe the, um, the ethics portion of it, right? Like he's not, he's not, they weren't doing what Baylor was doing, right? Mm -hmm. But, but I think that by all accounts, Fuente is supposed to be one of those guys and getting out some of the, I mean, he let go of how much of his defense here before the season, Jeff, wouldn't it? Like, like six starters or something?
2: I think so, yeah. Like, they yeah, were was, gutted.
0: Yeah, they, and they gutted and they did it to themselves. Yeah. Because those guys weren't, you know, whether it be good teammates or ethics issues or whatever. Um, I don't know. I think he's probably got two years left if he doesn't turn it around. This year included. Okay. But I hope he sticks I'm gonna, around.
1: I'm going to bring up a name right now that I, you're probably going to laugh at when I say it. Pat Narduzzi. Oh,
0: you know what? Absolutely, fire him.
1: I mean, <laughs> since he's been there, they've gone eight and five, eight and five, five and seven, seven and seven.
0: They were the ACC coast Champion last. At
1: six and two, but that was a trash. That was a trash side of the division. Everybody was cannibalizing themselves. <laughs> I don't think that that's going to happen this year. I think I don't think that they win that side of the division.
0: Again, I think that's going to take care of itself
2: when Michigan State opens up.
1: And they've also lost all three bowls that they've gone to underneath him.
2: Yeah, Jeez. but it's Pitt. I mean, they don't even have a on-campus stadium, so it's like I don't know what you know how much better they'll do.
0: Yeah, Pitt is just Temple with more history.
2: Yeah, <laughs> 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 that's, uh, that's wonderful, and it's sad when you look at their history. That's <laughs> oh man.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just yeah. Like for for every uh, you know random running back that they produce in the NFL they they do nothing like at quarterback or you know or, or it's inverse you know it's, it's uh, pit is Old. um pits a punch But line. do you think
1: that they start to start to get a little bit of like man we could be better since they won that that uh that division last year made it to the ACC know. championship and they start to feel it like oh yeah we're starting to break through do they get rid of him because they don't see any
2: more progress underneath him.
0: Jeff, you answer, and then I'm going to go.
2: It's just, it's so tough. Because remember before, they had that guy, what was it? Was it Mike Haywood? Was that the guy that got fired halfway through the season or whatever it was? What was that? I just think they're like desperate for stability. They've been through a lot of athletic directors. I know that. So just That's my,
0: my question would be, does Pitt give a shit? Like, do Pitt fans care?
1: Because uh, I think might. it's
0: still, I think it's still, and, and Kyle, maybe you can speak to this, but I think it's almost in a Syracuse type of way where it'd be really nice to have a good football team, but it's not the priority sport-wise.
1: Um, I think that varies. Well, it. I feel like it's not the same, though, because Syracuse has, has a Hall of Fame head coach. Uh, playing for for the basketball team. Are you sure he's that football a Hall of pro? He's already a Hall of Famer. <laughs> 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 he's been in the Hall of Fame since like oh four.
0: Well, if they can take if they can take Hogan out, surely he could get taken out for something. This is weird.
1: <laughs> um, but for for a long while, Syracuse did have a very rich football uh, history. You know, from from like the eighties with with Coach Mack. Through the '90s, they were consistently a good team. Problem was afterwards when Pasqualoni did his <laughs> stupid shit, and then and then we brought in Greg Robinson, and he destroyed the program. And you know, Gerg. and there's a lot of old Gerg over there, and they got kind of apathetic. The fans got apathetic towards the program. But being up there in the 90s, it was very much football season and basketball season were
2: pretty
0: tight. Do you guys know when the last time Pitt was ranked in the top 10?
2: Was it in 07?
0: It was in 09. Oh, 09 with Dave Wonstead. Um, oh, ew. And, and when he left, Todd Graham replaced him in 2011. Todd Graham went 6 and 7, then left. Then Paul Chris came in. Paul Chris. And, and just since 2012, here's their yearly record. Six and seven, seven and six,
1: six and seven, eight and five, eight and five, five and seven, seven and seven. It's so mediocre. It, it's a five
0: hundred program. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like there's so we had that ten and three season in two thousand nine, and then just working backwards. So going like oh eight, oh seven, oh six, you have nine wins, five wins, six, five, eight, eight, nine, seven, seven, five, two, six, four, two, three, three, six, three. Like they've they've never really had it, you know? I, I, I don't know. So maybe they're
1: they just fine with with that being their complacency of being a 500 team? I, I don't know. Who's on that 2009 team?
0: That's a good question. And to answer that question, I'm going to click this link and tell you. Who Deion uh, oh, Lewis. Deion Lewis was on that team. <laughs> That's the first name I saw, too. That and, wasn't, of course, no. uh, stud quarterback Bill Stull... And Tino <laughs> Sinceri.
2: yeah. Ooh. Tino Sinceri. yeah. I think
0: I think he's probably okay if they go bowling, honestly. And I think he's just buying time until Dantonio steps down from Michigan State. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be an automatic, automatic, uh, uh, automatic hire there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get off the ACC. Let's uh, skip through. Um, so he didn't have any listed on the Big 12, which is cool by me because Kansas, Kansas State, Texas Tech, and West Virginia all brought in new coaches. Um, I made a note on here just about Matt Rule and Matt Campbell uh, potentially leaving. Um, Lincoln Riley too. Uh, I don't think I don't think there's anybody in the Big 12 that could have a bad enough season they'd get fired.
1: <laughs> Do you think they get rid of Scott Frost if he turns in another? Oh wait, he—they're not even in the Big 12 anymore. Oh, oh
0: my goodness, Jesus! Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know. It still not think... how they do it against Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it still doesn't feel right with them not being in the Big 12. It's God. terrible. It's yeah, they were at the Big Ten. Um, so it's let's jump to the Big Ten, yeah. What about Gundy? Think you're gonna get rid of Gundy? No chance. No, there's uh, <laughs> Gundy will Gundy will die on the sidelines there, and and Oklahoma State will be happy He's gonna to choke on his own mullet. Oklahoma State. We're going to see in our lifetime, whenever Gundy's gone, just how short-minded Oklahoma State fans are, because they're going to think that anybody should be able to come in and win nine to ten games. Nope. Mm-hmm. The same way that the same way that Bra- Nebraska treated Bo Pelini, they're going to treat the next coach, um, and they're going to say eight wins isn't enough and can him, and then go just just fall apart for a little bit. He's the chosen son of Stillwater. Yeah. Uh, moving to the Big Ten, uh, I'm not going to go in the order that I wrote it here on our notes, which is fine. I want to start with Rutgers. How the mighty get sh- fallen. <laughs> A once proud program um, <laughs> under Greg Schiano in the Big East <laughs> for three years. Yeah, you know, like I guess I'm going to I'm going to start this with I don't care. Truly. Like Rutgers being in the A in the conference they're in, it's wrong. It didn't feel right, and B being so awful also doesn't feel right. Like they feel like they should be having what Pitt is doing currently, but like Rutgers, uh, not be, to me.
1: Rutgers is always a laughing stock to me. They, it seems like where a college football coach goes to die, or at least his career. I'm still on those Ray Rice fumes right now. Yeah, I I remember too many nineties Rutgers teams coming up to the dome being really shitty. <laughs> just it was it was a guaranteed win every year.
0: So is the only way to turn that program around, Jeff, do you think, is is hiring someone that's an offensive guy? They've got to because the last
2: two guys they've hired have been just bums, like Seriously. You know, it, yeah, it's great having a defensive coordinator from Ohio State, but I think any of the three of us could coordinate a top 35 defense at Ohio State with their talent they have, you know?
0: Yeah, it, you'd so. have to try harder not to. <laughs> um, yeah, you'd have to, you'd have to go 10 people on the field.
1: Let's just like, say it. Rutgers needs to get the band back together again, go find Greg Schiano. go see if Mike Teal has any more eligibility left, and just <laughs> go to
0: Teal. town. <laughs> That's uh see if Ray Rice cuz he left a year early I think. Let's see if he's got anything.
1: <laughs> see um, if Brian Ladd is okay.
0: Jeez. Yeah, I think I think what they're going to have to do is I don't think they can they, they can fire Chris Ash because I did mention that seven point five million dollar buyout and then being a broke program. I yeah. don't know how they go into money. I think their best avenue is going to be the next hire bringing in someone that's like a uh, that's an Ivy League coach or a, um, you know, uh, just name any FCS uh, program. It's got power to it, right? Like a Delaware head coach that's really successful, or uh, the Richmond head coach that's really successful—stuff like that—to um, try and go on the cheap and hope someone can go in there and build a program because they're just UMass but with a better, better TV market. Yep, <laughs> that's fair. Um, do we think Illinois finally lets go, Lovey Smith, when he finishes the year with three wins?
2: This will be what his third year, his fourth year. They have to. Uh, I, I think I this see. is his third year, right?
0: So um, shout out to podcast Saint played nobody uh, Stephen Godfrey, but his in uh, is that the athletic department doesn't care that much and they love Lovey Smith, uh, whether it be name really? power or whatever. I don't. I'd like to think they'd want more, right? Like they did when they hired Zorn, right?
1: So, yeah, uh, maybe it's just a, another school with no direction, man. I, I don't.
2: Yeah, you want to you want to talk about throwback? I turned on Big Ten Network the other night and they had Juice Williams and oh, geez. Uh, who was the other guy? That I, that rose they had a Rose Bowl team. I think it's been about ten years now, but I was would, Aurelius Ben on that team? Yeah, at Mendenhall was the running back.
0: Aurelius oh, Ben was God. one of my <laughs> Ben was like my favorite receiver for a minute because he was so fucking tall.
2: Yeah, he was like he was like six four two twenty and he couldn't play in the
0: NFL. I'd never got it.
1: Yeah, Every it's, fucking it's, Madden season that Marty had, he'd be his third or fourth receiver. Always,
0: <laughs> always. And he tore it out. Every time. Um, yeah, <laughs> no matter <so> what team. <laughs> Illinois uh, went to the Rose Bowl in 2007 with Ron Zook. Yep. Uh, I said Zorn, I meant Zook. Um, yeah, so it didn't take long for him to fall apart. Uh, Ron Zook, that is. And then they just went Tim Beckman, Bill Cubit. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it feels like that was in 2007 and their highest finish before that was in 2001 and then it was 1990. Mm -hmm. Like, I I think it's just, I think it might be basketball school, football program again.
1: I just don't even think of them as like a basketball school though.
0: I do. I don't know. Jeff, what's going on over there? Hold on. (laughs) It's, it's 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 Ron Zook calling to defend himself. It's Area 51. It's Juice Williams asking if you got a job. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I think Illinois is probably gonna be bad. It's Mike Teal, he heard somebody say his name. <laughs> yeah, he just, like, <laughs> he just googled our names and just last name charge with the C. Oh, I guess yours does too, Kyle, so I'm safe. Yeah. Uh so I think Illinois is... (laughs) I don't use Twitter. (laughs) You didn't find me. I'm going to tag you in every... (laughs) (laughs) I think Illinois is going to be bad. And I think it's going to be because the Big Ten is going to be better. And there's not going to be... Without the, the curve that the Big Ten West is on, everyone but Illinois, seemingly... And maybe Iowa, once they move on, um, they're going to get left behind even more, right? And if it wasn't for Maryland and Rutgers being in the same conference, and to a point Indiana, mm-hmm. I think yep. he'd be gone even sooner. He would have already been gone. Yeah. Yeah. I think I that's fair, yeah.
2: You look at that Big Ten money. I don't know if you guys saw that. There's an article that came out a few months ago. The, even the bottom of schools are getting like $35 million a year from the Big Ten network. So...
0: So I guess what's the a rush?
2: Yeah, you know. Yeah. Build up your stadium, your practice facilities, and embrace the suck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's what they should rename the West: is embrace the suck. Yeah, like they had they had the leaders and legends, and one is just going to be the leaders, and the other one's going to be the suck. I mean, you saw you saw what Northwestern did to their practice facility. Like, it oh looks, my gosh! It looks like a fucking like Apple or Google complex. It's fucking incredible. Youth.
1: Weird thing is that that uh, Pat Fitzgerald removed any kind of Wi-Fi and just put in a
0: bunch of payphones. <laughs> yeah, there's payphones at every hash mark. Like there's a fifty. <laughs> That's how they make the calls. Like for other coaches, like it's a bullpen. No,
1: it's the only way. It's the only way that he'll accept it because he can't doesn't want people to look at phones ever.
0: Uh, I'm gonna skip over uh, Indiana and Michigan State um, just to kind of keep things rolling. Uh, I don't think anybody cares about Indiana honestly. Nope. Um and Michigan State.
1: Antoine is not walking through that door.
0: <laughs> I think Dantonio's uh days aren't numbered. He's probably got a lifetime uh, membership. It's just going to be when he, he retires. Knows. Yep. Even with all the uh the wreck that the <laughs> yeah. club department's dealt with in the last year and a half. <laughs> More boring ass football. The the yeah, just it's so it's so sound defensively, Kyle. <laughs> it's like watching Big 10 basketball <laughs> but with hash marks and Yeah. And and wet grass, because inevitably it's raining when Michigan State plays. Oh, God. So the Pac-12, uh, USC is the only one I have on the list here.
2: What about, uh, I'll throw a little wrench in. What, what do we think about Mr.
0: Kelly at UCLA? That's a possibility. The only reason I don't think it is, is because I think, for better or for worse, Chip Kelly is... A good enough of a con man to buy another year if he has a bad one. That's fair. Um, I think I think he has in these early seasons the um that excuse of listen, I haven't implemented all the things I want to implement, right? Like all the weird kooky shit everyone heard about, uh where he's measuring people's heart rates and shit when they sleep, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like he, I, I think and I think the honestly, of privacy <laughs> and, and I think it probably is a UCLA thing. I'd love to see him be good, but I don't think that like Oregon had a higher ceiling because of the money um, with Nike behind it. I think UCLA, if Chip Kelly does everything right, is a ten-win program. And if UCLA isn't happy with happy with that, then they need to they have to look in the mirror like seriously.
2: Yeah. And yeah, they're going to be I mean, better
0: than USC eventually. Like, if USC makes a wrong higher. I mean, they know, beat
2: USC last year.
0: <laughs> and they weren't very good last year at all. No, <laughs> Neither of them They're, were good. They were very average. UCLA, both teams. Yeah. Yeah. So, speaking of average USC, uh, Helton. Do we think um, that Helton is going to get fired if he has a less than eight win campaign?
1: Yeah. I think they wanted to fire him
0: this past year. Is there a number that you think gets him safe?
2: He'd have to win like ten games, I think.
0: College
1: football playoffs,
0: really? Hot take.
1: I think, think it's- that he, I think that his his fate has already been sealed.
0: Do you think that if he goes ten and three with a Pac-12 championship, that'll be enough? But his losses are to Stanford, UCLA, and Oregon. And if t- if he loses three games, he's not going to a Pac-12 championship. Well, I'm 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 going on the presumption that. Because they play in the South, uh and they're so they lose to. Yeah Yeah, like if if so if they lose to UCLA, they just gotta continue and be oh, Utah's gonna be but they gotta beat Arizona, Utah, Arizona State, Colorado, UCLA. And then the other they draw on their schedule is gonna be Oregon uh and Stanford.
1: Well, I mean, even if they do that, then let's that's still three losses in the conference. Let's say that, that Utah Loses only two games in the conference, one of them being to UCLA, or not UCLA, but one of them being to USC, and then to somebody else. They're going to have the, They're going to win that division. Is if, it, if USC loses three games in their conference, they're not making the conference championship.
0: Can you just play along with the hypothetical, Kyle? <laughs> no, I can't.
1: Not, 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 your, not, not with your. Not with okay. That.
0: okay. So so let's say they go. lose to
1: Notre Dame as one of them, and then have yeah. two losses, still win their side.
0: Yeah. Right. Um, okay, cool. So that so they're nine and two with that third loss, or nine and three with that third loss being out of conference, Notre Dame. And then they win their conference championship game. I think they stay.
1: It, I, uh, that might be a recipe for staying. So you, yeah, you've got to win your conference championship.
0: I guess it depends too if they get just like absolutely decimated by like uh Michigan in the Rose Bowl or something too. Yeah. Uh I think if, in week one, if they lose to Fresno State, I bet he's fired. And I think you're looking at interim head coach Graham Harrell. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, man.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: And you know what? I That's going to be want a that. fucking blast. I want it very bad. Uh, I think uh, Pat, uh, USC has a family problem, and they need to not hire a USC guy. Simple as that.
1: They're just going to bring back Sark.
2: Or uh, I mean, <laughs>
0: maybe convince Pete Carroll again.
2: I mean, you know who will be out there whose name is going to be the Hot Ones. Urban. God You tell me he's not going to... When that when those rumors start heating up, he's not going to get the itch.
0: USC would...
2: Can you imagine USC with him? Oh, my God. Oh, I don't want to think about that. It would be I worse than... They they right
0: they'd be World Destroyers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because out of the three... Florida and USC would have the best Oh kind of Ohio Ohio is
1: Ohio
0: State's bad, huge. But, I mean Ohio State's yeah. huge. Don't get me but wrong. But
2: they recruit everywhere. Like Ohio State yeah. recruits Texas, they recruit Florida, they recruit, and he could do that at USC too.
0: I think I think the biggest problem if Urban Meyer took USC is what it's gonna do to all those other California schools. Yeah. I think that's where it's affected. I think I think UCLA I think Cal they suffer from that more than anything, and not even just from the win loss standpoint, but from Urban scooping up uh, every every possible four star that was maybe a stretch UCLA option or a stretch Cal option.
1: And we're back into the mid into the mid two thousands again in the Pac
0: twelve. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But, but if, if you if Pac
0: ten then
2: if you yeah. go look at the top ten recruiting or the top ten recruits for next year, guess who's getting the most five stars out of California? Stanford, Clemson. God damn. Really? They have like, they have a couple and they have a couple other five stars from around the country. Like they have, I think they have like six or seven in their class right now already. Like they're just,
0: you know, I think, I think there's cleaning the house with that size and the money that's in college football. Now, I think we're also seeing the reach of something as simple as social media or any kind of media online, because Mm -hmm. even when Oklahoma was, they were world beaters in the odds. Um, they weren't destroying California, and they're arguably closer. Yep. Not arguably, factually closer. <laughs> um, uh, no, I want
1: to hear the argument against them being closer. Uh,
0: you know, I guess if uh, they're they're further away, uh, if you are only able to travel by boat. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Move the SEC. Well, I, I had to find something. Uh, the SEC. Uh, I'm going to start with Ole Miss. Um, NCAA sanctions, and Matt Luke is hanging on. Uh, I think he's just a placeholder. I don't think anybody would be surprised by that. No, I, they had, don't have a.
2: You know, they don't have a president or an athletic director. I heard.
0: Yeah, they're, yeah, they're they're clean slating it, and <laughs> so. and, and I'm curious, uh, uh, Jeff, if you had heard the name Matt Luke before he became a head coach at Ole Miss.
2: I had never heard him. He was the honest line the coach, wasn't he?
0: He must have I think so. I had never heard of him though. Um Yeah, I think he's a placeholder and he's probably a good one. I think he's probably gonna be able to take that job and when he gets booted, go to some place that's like a Southern Miss or a uh you know, UAB or something like that, and probably have a really fine career. Uh, mm-hmm. but he's only gonna be as strong as his assistants at this point, I think still. Uh, as he's growing as a coach, and Old Miss has at least allowed him to do that while also being handcuffed. Um, yeah. So it's probably good for both programs. It's a win-win. One can't really go anywhere anyways, and the other one gets to at least groom himself for a better job or steadier job without sanctions. And jumping over to the big one, the big SEC hot seat. We could do this every year. It's an evergreen tweet. Uh, Gus <laughs> Malzahn is on the hot seat at Auburn. <laughs> um, I think we could probably somehow. Copy Gus paste. Malzahn
1: has been on the hot seat
0: since I was born. Truly, <laughs> truly. Like I feel like when he was coaching high school in Arkansas, he was on the hot seat for something. Else there. <laughs> like he had, like like he had a no. He was insane. on the hot
1: seat at Auburn before he even got there.
0: <laughs> when Chiswick was there, he was Malzahn was heating up. Um, I think that. We could probably copy and paste the Florida State argument on this a little bit in that Auburn thinks higher of themselves than I think a lot of the country looks at them. Uh, but they're a legitimate program, too. And with that comes an incredible financial muscle, which is why his buyout's $27 million. I I don't know how you convince boosters to spend that much money. Yeah. Uh, especially if he's going to be at worst every other year a nine and ten win coach. There's consistency in that at least.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, when is that shoe gonna drop though? It's gotta be at some point. So just yeah. since since Malzon's taken over, um we have uh 2013 and coming to current day 12 wins, 8 wins, 7 wins, 8 wins, 10 wins, 8 wins. Mm. Uh, and we know the really important part is whether or not they beat Bama, right? Uh, yeah. Two Auburn grads. So I don't think they're going to beat Bama this year. Call me crazy. They have Bama at home or is it? Uh, that's a good question. I think it is Alabama. at home. Mm. They have Auburn. I'm sorry. They have Alabama at home. Mm. So I guess there's there, there's always a possibility anyways because, um, as the old saying goes, uh, the records get thrown out the windows. These games mean more. Um, I hope for a kick six. I hope he keeps his job to drive Auburn fans crazy. <laughs> but also, I hope he keeps his job because I think he is one of the only coaches that Nick Saban cannot figure out. Like, for every time that Saban's had an answer, he's been also floored by it, by Auburn and that offense. Yeah, I,
2: I, would, really, I would really like to know what the truth is, because if you read, like, Auburn sites, they always say that he lets the offensive coordinators, you know, call the plays and they suck, and then he fired the OC last year, and he ran the bowl game and they, like, lit up Purdue. So it's all, I can never tell what the actual truth is, because when they're good, he's calling the players when they suck, he doesn't. So it's like,
0: when it's the same offense, right? Like he's probably, he's, he's bringing in guys that he's telling them what to call. Right. Like he's, right. He, he's teaching them, you know, this is a situation. God, I say that. And I just looked at the iron bowl in the last five years and it doesn't look good guys. Uh, <laughs> uh, Alabama. God, 2014, Alabama, 55, Auburn, 44. Outrageous score!
1: It's more than, Al- than Auburn has scored in the last five years,
0: <laughs> uh, except for that bowl game. <laughs> it's Purdue. I think they had that yeah. in the first quarter. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think. I think. Sadly, uh, I think Malzahn, in general, he'll go down as one of the most fun offensive minds. The same way that I think like Rich Rodriguez could probably go down as someone who uh, helped influence um the way offenses were changed in college football if he was just the offensive coordinator at auburn and you had a better head guy that could then you know i I don't know i don't know the answer i think he probably i think he probably stays this year i hope he does um yeah he probably will yeah so so we're gonna burn through uh i have the best of the rest here uh, Randy Edsel at UConn, just we can all done just like their yeah <laughs> <laughs> done just like their program. Uh, Southern Miss almost certainly, uh, and Larry Fedora is probably going to be the replacement, um, and then Colorado State, uh, who Pete Thamel has is the best group of five job that could come open. Uh, that'll be interesting if they let Mike Bobo go, uh, Mike Bobo leave. Uh, interesting fact: um, my mother-in-law. Uh, Referred to privates as Bobos uh, when she was teaching (laughs) my wife uh, as a little kid. Wow, that's. I think about that every time I see his name. Great. Disgusting. (laughs) Uh, So you've ruined the Rams. (laughs) Way to go! I've ruined it. Sorry, Steven Jackson. uh so there was another list and and kyle i don't know how much you were able to actually read of this because you're not an athletic subscriber like jeff and i um i'm not you're missing out i'll give you a login for cheapskate for- <laughs> further proving i'm not good at the internet <laughs> uh for what it's worth guys we're all recording remotely for the first time on like any sports tribute podcasts podcast so the fact that kyle's talking through the phone and also using the notes on the phone uh, is very is is just a leap it's like the man walking on the moon um, it's a huge leap what you don't know is when i'm not
1: talking i'm just burying my face into my pillow and crying because there's too much too much technology going on Cause, at once cuz
0: you can't figure out how to record a video to facebook
1: <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm trying to transcribe the notes from this onto a pen and onto a pad of paper so I can more efficiently read it.
0: His wife's a stenographer, and she's just feverishly <laughs> typing away in the background.
1: I'm sending it to her via Morse code,
0: and she's transcribing it. So so we had a list of 40 college football assistants to watch. Uh, and I think the, the premise of this whole article that was put together by uh, Bruce Feldman was these are guys that are gonna end up getting stolen for a head coaching job probably after this year, right? Um, but there's some of these names on here, like certainly that's probably not the case, but I just wanted to talk about a few of them. I have a big list here. I'm going to just jump straight into the third one on our list, Josh Gaddis, Jeff. Oh, yeah. This is his first year, right? With Michigan. Isn't this a former Wake Forest kid? Yeah. Yeah. Former yeah, safety dude. at Wake Forest. He's, hey, like he's, 30, a- he's like 35 or something. Like he's, Yeah. And he's an offensive coordinator, which always just blows my mind whenever you have people that are like quarterbacks and they become defensive coordinators or linebackers <laughs> that become offensive coordinators. <laughs> All right. So uh catch us up on Josh Gaddis, why he's gonna be fun to watch and whether or not you think he's gonna leave if they have a really good year.
2: So why he'll be why he'll be fun to watch, he is a disciple of Joe Moorhead, which if you've watched yes, Moorhead's offenses at Penn State, they were awesome. They were really exciting. Kind of, a, kind of a mix between, I don't really know how to describe it. It's not fun and gun, but it's kind of just, it's a lot. Like, there's a lot of misdirection. Um,
0: it's good Matt Canada is the way I always heard it. But
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: But there's still a lot of, like,
2: they actually throw the ball more than 15 yards down the field, so.
0: Good Matt Canada. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, um, I mean, Michigan has a lot of good skill talent. They have a really good quarterback. Four returning starters on the offensive line. They probably will have to score a lot because they lost a lot on defense. So if he's not gone after this season, I think it'll be one more and he's probably a head coach
0: somewhere. I think, uh, I think if they have the campaign that some people are considering, uh, Michigan's going to have like the 11 wins or so, Mm -hmm. I think he's probably gone. And I think it's probably in the best interest because it's going to be Patterson's last year, right? Yep. Um, So I'm sure there's, probably talent lined up behind him too but uh oh, if yeah. Patterson stays healthy the whole season I could see and they put up ridiculous numbers I could see him rolling but I think it's gonna be fun I want Michigan to have a fun offense I feel like that's never happened in my like college football lifetime
2: I mean when they had Denard Robinson it's it was similar that's, but yeah, that's true. he he was playing in a pro style offense a lot of the time which was insanity so
0: yeah that's frustrating it's like when Pat White tried to Do something in the NFL, right? Like when Carl Sells drafted. Um, uh, Yeah, so I think uh, Josh Gaddis will be really fun. Um, I know he will be because Jeff is a Michigan fan, so he's going to be able to keep us updated on that. Uh, I'll probably be
2: crying in my pillow too half the season, but it's okay.
0: (laughs) Only when Josh Gaddis helps them lead like a 90-yard drive to then give up like a two forty 40-yard runs (laughs) down the other side of the field. Uh, <laughs> as Justin Fields is like high stepping over everybody. Oh
1: my god. <laughs> he's uh, just praying for, for uh Jabril Peppers to come back.
0: No. Kyle, there's there's an assistant from Syracuse that's on this list and I had never heard of him. Uh, because he's a special teams coordinator and an outside receivers coach. Uh, but Justin Lustig, have you heard anything on him as deeply the, entrenched he's, as you are in Syracuse football?
1: He is the orchestrator of one of the best special teams units in the country right now. This is, if you look, they were they were a top five uh, special teams um, unit last year. They've got a high high powered punter, which you know, Syracuse, you got to get a punter because in the past all we've done is punt. But the real success right here (laughs) is having uh, getting a guy like Andre Schmidt, who was a walk on. Freshman kicker last year, and then won to Lou Groza.
0: That's fucking crazy.
1: <laughs> yes, um, they also uh, they, they limit you know uh, people with with the return yards. That he's done a great job in the two years he's been there. And then if you look at the outside receivers uh, that Syracuse has had in the last couple of years, um, you look at guys like uh, Steve Ishmael and J- Jamal Custis and. Um, Phillips didn't really step outside that much, but Syracuse and that you can you can kind of you know lend this to the to the offense that Babers likes to run, but those outside receivers have been really really effective. Um, I think this is going to be more based off of this special team team's work, but um, proof is in the pudding, man.
0: Yeah, I think um, I think there's probably it's weird because like I don't think anybody uh, any team or any fan base would be excited. That their head guy was, boy, was he was was just a hell of a special teams coach. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think, side note, I think it's funny that he teaches um, outside receivers and special teams. Like he can only teach gunners. Like he's only, like (laughs) (laughs) he he (laughs) used to be a, he used to be a running backs coach too. Mm. Okay, and they've not been bad in that situation, right? They've had pretty decent running busy.
1: Oh, he's only been there since two thousand seventeen and Syracuse is they they're beefing it up, but he's not the I don't think he's the, the head guy with uh, running backs right now, but he did it at ball state previously.
0: Yeah. So I think um I don't know, if that'd be neat. I guess keep an eye for special teams for Syracuse. They may need him <laughs> without Dungey killing himself across the goal line.
1: Uh, I think he'll be <laughs> fine with the veto. I mean and, yeah. and the running back situation was a lot better last year. And now we've got the, a full year of Abdul Adams being there.
0: So I'm really happy about that. Uh, the other coordinator I wanted to bring up is uh, Graham Harrell, which I mentioned earlier. <laughs> uh, Graham Harrell, who was at the helm when Texas Tech had their biggest win over Texas. Uh, the catch in the right side, um, about five yards short of the end zone against Texas. My wife was at that game. Uh, I watched that wife. game. my wife, uh, I don't know. He did awesome work at North Texas. Latrell could have been part of that, but he comes from that same school of thought. Right. And I don't think they're going to, I think the only thing they're going to miss between him and Kingsbury who left for the Cardinals was, um, maybe the quarterback development. I don't know where he's at on that. Uh, but Mason sure. fine was a baller. So I'm not sure, you know, like it's just, I uh I don't know, it's excited. I want USC it'd be fun to see USC run a, a pass heavy uh a pass heavy offense, especially when they play Washington State. If they play Washington, I don't think they actually do. And the you know what they will in the conference championship, I'll call that. Um Ooh. just kidding, that's not who I bet at all. Like nine.
1: Yeah, point. I this is yeah. I was going to say that goes completely against what you what you picked.
0: <laughs> so uh, <laughs> before we get to predict our conference championship games and wrap this episode up, uh, let's do some uh, some quick hits. Yeah. Uh, do we think sure. anybody is going to win the Heisman that isn't named Tua or Trevor? No. No. Yeah. Me <laughs> either. I, I I wrote down the a, a sleeper pick with C.D. Lamb at Oklahoma, but I really um, I think there's probably no chance.
1: I see you got Justin Fields on here and Adrian Martinez. I think you could probably throw uh, uh, Herbert on there.
0: Yeah, Herbert. Um, I think was um, he was right behind Hertz, uh, which seems crazier because I think I think Herbert's path to the Heisman is probably easier, even with Hertz. If nothing else, because I think Hertz limited in the passing game. That would yeah. be the only fast, uh, the only. I guess hesitancy I'd have there. Uh, and Adrian Martinez, uh, he has a third highest chance, which is batshit, uh, unless Nebraska wins like 10 games.
1: Yeah, which I don't see happening.
0: No, and I don't think he plays more than 10 games. I think he gets hurt. Very possible. Um, he's still he's still pretty small. Uh, what do y'all think Tate Martell's going to do? I think he's going to transfer again. When is, what, like, what eligibility must he have? He's how, how Josh he Rosen of college State? quarterbacks. So he's he's only what, a
2: redshirt sophomore, right?
0: All right. So he, he was with Ohio State in 17. And, and then he's going to be Miami, Florida here. So he probably redshirted that first year. Yeah, he's a redshirt sophomore. It stood right there, and I just skipped over it. So if he transfers again and doesn't get a waiver... He'd be a He'll be, red shirt senior.
1: He has to wait a year. If he transfers right now, I think that he might be able to get
0: eligibility, like uh, Bryant did to Mizzou. Yeah, yeah. All right. So what's the? Uh, he's the, he's the college version of Josh Rosen. Jeff, what do you think he's? <laughs> and he's in Miami as well. Mm-hmm. What if they just swapped I mean, and Rosen came for back this year? Well. <laughs> I don't know.
2: Like he couldn't. With their, how dire their quarterback situation is for him to get beat out by a guy that threw four passes last year, it's just,
0: it's crazy. And so I yeah. looked up, um, I looked up Jaron Williams, uh, just highlight reel, which highlight reels are deceptive, right? They're not indicative of overall play. Um, he wasn't good. Like he, <laughs> like, I think he was like any really athletic high school quarterback, um, in that the, their coaches are going to be limited, probably. And he's making one, maybe two reads. And if it's not there, he's running, right? And that's not a bad plan in high school. Uh, but we've seen what that looks like at the college level. And then we've seen what that looks like even further at the NFL level when someone gets pushed up too early uh, without the development part. Uh, I, I don't know. I think, I think it's more than anything a statement by Manny Diaz, too. In that, you know, we don't know, this is pure speculation, but that you're still going to have to earn a place on his team. It doesn't matter who your na- who you are or what your name is. Mm-hmm. That seems like a Manny Diaz thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting, uh, especially when he ends up transferring to, like, SMU after Bashel leaves. Or <laughs> Ellender rather. I'm sorry, Ellinger leaves. But really, he's probably going to play for strong down at USF. <laughs>
2: Isn't he from? Uh, he's from Vegas. He could go back to
0: UNLV. There God, we there go. God, UNLV needs. That might to. actually be a good fit for him. <laughs> That'd be fun, honestly. And it's a it's a division or conference that's winnable by just a stud quarterback if he, if he's as good as uh, advertised. Yeah. Did you guys have anything y'all wanted to talk about in particular before we jump to the conference championship? I do not. Not all at once, please.
2: The only thing that's interesting, it's, I don't know if you guys saw this, there was an article that came out this week about how Florida has a culture problem. Did you guys catch that?
0: You hate to see it. You just hate to see it, folks. <laughs> it, um,
2: it was like, does Florida have a problem with abusing women? Because I think they've had four or five oh, players no. kicked off the team because so, of domestic related incidents and it was like I'm having flashbacks to 2008
0: so <laughs> this is like the Lane, least surprising thing I've ever heard <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah it's exactly what Kyle said but do you think that because he went to Florida Aaron Hernandez ended up the way he did or because Aaron Hernandez was the way he was Florida reached out to him <laughs> like because they also this is the same school that brought in Tebow so it's got to be appealing to both uh, both sides here hey Urban Meyer is a character guy
2: <laughs> he teaches leadership classes,
0: um, as in how to uh, leadership the cops away from uh, the woman you just beat. Is basically, <laughs> God. Uh, I guess it doesn't surprise me. It's a bummer um, for any school to deal with that. If it were going to happen yeah. to a school that I least that I care the least about, Florida is probably it. Honestly, so there's That's that. Up there. But I don't hate Dan Mullen either. It, it, no. Or, uh, <clears throat> Um yeah, I guess. But I guess check we'll this see you go-
2: I was gonna say you guys will love the response. So they one of the reporters asked Mullen about all these issues oh, no. and what they do to you know to try to manage violence against women. He said, quote unquote, we do a lot, you do. Know. I mean how many of them are actually charged?
1: <laughs> oh no <laughs> God <laughs> What a terribly just like, <laughs> out of touch answer.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like it's funny because reading like trying to see what Florida fans think on it. They're like hey we won 10 games and beat the shit out of Michigan in their bowl game. You know like it's full steam ahead here.
1: Oh yeah. Now if they were 5 and 7
2: Yeah he'd probably he'd be here.
1: <laughs> oh yeah he'd be here. man we gotta change the culture around here.
2: <laughs> uh. Alright.
0: Did Marty disappear? I think so. I hit the mute button, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I had to cough and I uh I told like three jokes to fuck me. Um <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I can't remember to wonderful. a this joke piece of before dead <laughs> air. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least one of y'all were talking. Uh, so it's a work in progress. This whole remote thing. Um, I think. I think the interesting part, like you said, Dan having um, ten wins versus six uh, yep. and keeping his job. But I also think that um, that locally, Florida did not care. Florida doesn't care if they're winning. Or, I'm sorry, they don't care, comma if they're winning, um, and. If Florida is able to recruit the way we know they can. Um, losing four or five people to domestic abuse allegations isn't going to hurt them. Didn't we play this? or did like it wasn't domestic abuse, but th- this is literally how Cam Newton ended up at Auburn, right? Was they had a bad character guy
1: that was technology abuse, technology <laughs> abuse,
0: yeah, it was online yeah, bullying. <laughs> Those poor Dells. Um, uh, hello, um. <laughs> Yeah, I think it doesn't surprise me that they have a problem there, right? I'd like to see them clean it up just like any other place. Um, it was more surprising when something like the Baylor situation happened. Just, if nothing else, coming from Texas and their rep that A, Waco gets, B, uh, Southern Baptist gets, and C, what that school gets. Like it was a total, a, oh, yeah. total it was like a, shot out of left field. Um,
1: it's like a pillar of, of
0: morality. Yeah, but there's there's not. Fun. Uh, let's leave out Vanderbilt. Is there an SEC program that you'd be surprised to learn that they have uh, an issue with kids being, uh, for lack of a better term, naughty? That have a naughty problem?
1: That I'd be surprised. Yeah. No. Anybody
0: but Vanderbilt. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. No. It, every. It would be Vanderbilt would be the only team that I would think about. And and. Do we think that's just a simple case of their location or it comes with it's the sec it in an air quotes, uh, means more. So you try to find an edge wherever you can. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. It's, it's an interesting social
1: study at that point.
0: Yeah. That, that, that might be something that, um, as this show continues to grow and we're doing more episodes, uh, if we feel the need to continue this into the off season, that might be a fun thing to kind of tackle
1: I get I see what you said what you did right there tackle yep. we're talking football yeah.
0: <laughs> didn't even didn't even mean to I'm going to edit it out um, <laughs> are you going to so, edit out that dead air
2: <laughs> yeah absolutely. if you can edit out my Alexa going off that would be helpful too
0: no, no there's content no, we're in that this, was that was it your Alexa that was going off yeah it was an alarm <laughs> oh what was it saying why isn't the podcast over? You guys are still talking about fucking assistants. Move on. Um, all right, let's. Uh, we can do quick hit here. Um, I'm gonna go in order of group of five and then power five. Does that work for you guys? Sounds uh, good to so me. So we're gonna go let's over our conference championship games and winners. It's just going to be kind of a fun prediction game. Uh, if we want to, we can dive into some of these conferences. Uh, if there's a hot take or a hot choice here. Um, but I don't think we'll need to even justify it. Uh, we can just start uh, with the Mac. Um, I'll I'll go first here with the Mac. Uh, I have Buffalo beating Northern Illinois, um, which I want so bad uh, because I want the I want Buffalo to be kind of good again. Honestly, I really like I really kind of like their jerseys, but also Leopold. I like their, I like their coach. It's it's. Uh, him winning something or him continuously winning at Buffalo is gonna allow uh, other coaches from Division Two, II, three, FCS to come up, I hope, and have more opportunity.
1: Yeah, I, I think that you're gonna nail it with Buffalo right there, but I think I'm gonna go Central Michigan in the way.
0: Okay. You think uh, do you think Buffalo wins though? Yeah. Okay. I think awesome. they're the class of the Mac. They lost a lot of people, but I think uh, this'll be his chance to flex. Um yeah. just how good of a program he's built. And Jeff.
2: I really liked the Buffalo pick. I was just thinking about Lance Leopold. Um I was kind of leaning towards Ohio. You know, they've been really consistent, but yeah. Let's go who's even in the other division? I'm trying to think. <laughs>
0: God, a weird thing. Because they 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 lost UMass again. I think UMass was in it for a second too. So if Buffalo, <laughs> That's if adorable. Buffalo's Buffalo's going to be your representative in the East and the West. You have uh, Toledo, Western, Eastern, and Central Michigan, Ball State, and Northern Illinois. That's got to be Toledo then, right? Toledo is, I think, uh, a pretty popular pick among um, people that know what they're doing.
1: Pick a directional Michigan team. It's
2: fun. <sighs> they're all trash. Go. I'll, I'll, I'll jump on the Northern Illinois bandwagon even though they lost, didn't their coach leave, go to Temple? Uh, yes.
0: Yeah, and it's going to be a copy and paste program. <laughs> He's going to be able to just pick up where he left <laughs> off at, to, at <laughs> Temple. Um, we're going to have um, like we're Baylor, Georgia Tech, Temple, and Northern Illinois are going to be the exact same team. <laughs> uh, hopping over to, uh, let's switch to the Mountain West. Um Jeff, you want to go first?
2: Yeah, so Mountain West. We got Boise and Fresno State.
0: All right, and who do you have winning?
2: I feel like this is Fresno's year.
0: Oh, yes. That's what I like to see. Kyle, who do you got? I'm going to go
1: Boise and Fresno with Boise winning.
0: Okay. Good deal, and I have uh, Boise State winning over Hawaii. I think uh, I think Hawaii ties it together and upsets Fresno State. Um, and The world's better when Hawaii is good. Colt Brennan told me so. That's a fact. Yep. Yep. God. The 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 ghost of June Jones is going to power them to a west um, a western title.
1: <laughs> Ashley LaLia uh, is going to come down from the heavens
0: <laughs> and catch every ball. Uh, and then, unfortunately, sign with the Broncos, and not really. Uh, so we'll go Conference USA next. Um, I'll start here. I think uh, I think that North Texas is going to beat Florida International and Butch Davis. Um, and this is more wishful thinking than anything. Uh, but truly, in the West, North Texas is going to have to lose that spot. I feel like.
1: Um, I like North Texas in the West. But give me Lane Kiffin and Florida International.
0: Atlantic? You mean Florida Atlantic? Yeah, Atlantic, yeah. (laughs) It's all very confusing. Wrong Florida. All right, so we got Lane Kiffin. We got the Lane Train winning. Uh, Jeff, who do we got in the Conference USA?
2: I was kind of with you. um, FIU, Butch Davis has actually really kind of built up a good program there. Surprise to nobody. Um, Yeah, North Texas, I think they're going to have a great year in the West.
0: So we're picking North Texas for the championship? Let's do it. Butch Davis did get like UNC in hot heat, didn't he? For for paying? That was the academic stuff, wasn't it? Uh, might have been the academic stuff, you're right. So, does he leave Florida International and then they get ravaged by sanctions? <laughs> just, honestly, there's a squeak the death penalty, too. It's Florida International.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, I've seen their campus in person. It looks so bad. It looks like a prison.
1: They're not going to be recruiting Marvin Austin. I think they'll be fine.
0: Um, hop over to the American Athletic Conference. Uh, I have Houston with first-year coach Dana Holgerson uh, beating Cincinnati and Luke Fickle. Ooh, Jeff, what do you think?
2: I want to pick Luke Fickle, especially with the way they ended last year, but I'm still going to go UCF versus Houston.
0: Ooh, who do you have winning it? That's a Houston. Houston. I mean, they return a lot, and Dana knows how to coach offense. That's all Houston needs. I got Houston
1: Kyle. winning against the UConn Huskies. No, the U- against UCF.
0: <laughs> God, the balls! If you did that, and if UConn made it,
1: but like <laughs> everybody Forcing else is just Forcing them to keep so the program around.
0: Like their weird, like seven and six fiesta Bowl, was it, or something like that? Where they just they was... got blasted by Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then the last, uh, the last conference championship on the group of five level is going to be the Sun Belt. Uh, here's the thing I don't know if there's an East or West. Literally, the right is. is there? <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. Google doesn't seem to think so. Uh, Google the two teams you conference. have are in the same division. <laughs> no. Really? Yeah. I think so. Let's see,
2: no, they're not. there. no,
0: no, no. You're, you're fine. Okay. <laughs> at least they had that right. Okay, so, um, so I can guess which one's the West, then. Uh, just, just by basic geography. Um, so I'm gonna say that. Um, actually, Jeff, you go first while I fight this. <laughs>
2: so, you talked about Satterfield leaving. I still think App State is in really good shape, and they'll probably win their side. Oh. Um, I think Louisiana is the other side, based on what I've read. Seem like they're they have the best chance to challenge them.
0: It hey, cut out for just a second, Josh. You say losing Lafayette or Monroe? Know. Yep. Okay, cool. Lafayette, Lafayette. Yep. Yeah. All, right.
1: All right, I'm gonna go App State winning it, uh, and say I'm gonna spice it up and just say Texas State, which I know is not gonna happen. Oh but. my
0: God, they App State so bad. <laughs> so App State beating Texas State Yep And Jeff, uh, and Jeff Curtin, if I'm wrong You said App State over UL Lafayette, right? Yep Okay, cool uh, And I think App State's going to be the conference championship Again, like you said I think there's enough um, uh, There's enough legs on that wine To last for a little bit But I think Arkansas State uh, has a really good year And they end up upsetting them in the conference championship uh, Power 5 Let's start with the the Pac-12. We didn't have okay. any stakes in the pac Kyle, would you like to lead off? Um. Yeah. So
1: I think that – I see you got Washington there, but I'm going to go Oregon.
0: Okay. Oregon
1: is going to turn it around, and they're going to
0: lose to Utah in the finals. Ooh. Utah seems to be the chic pick. The iron I, chic I, pick. I went uh, – You I bunch went, of jabronis. Bunch of jabroni Mormons. I don't want to just bury Mormons on our. Oof. <laughs> BYU's no. not doing this. Let's be honest; they're not listening. Utah. <laughs> I've never met a Utah fan person. Uh, Utah fan person. A Utah person. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. A Utah fan in real life. Easy for me to say. It's uh, because
1: they're all in bed at this point. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> you and actually adjusted for time at 7:47 p.m. <laughs> That's <about what>? Um. <laughs> The uh, so I have Washington winning the North and beating Arizona uh, in the conference championship. Uh, I don't really believe in someone that much, but I believe he might be smart enough to let uh, Khalil Tate just uh, do what he Khalil, wants. Exactly to okay. let Kaluhte do his thing and and him do enough damage to uh, at least earn them a spot as the South representative. Uh, Jeff, who do you got?
2: So I had the same picks as Kyle, but I, I do think Oregon can get over the hump and beat Utah nice. in the championship. Very cool. Nice, if, Herbert, like, if Herbert can can stay upright this year, I think they can, they can really take off.
0: Yeah, I think it'll be fun to watch, too, even if they're playing at 9 a.m. local time. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Who do we not have stakes here? Let's go to the Big 12. Uh, I have Oklahoma beating Iowa State. Um, and anyone that's listening probably already knows, and you guys do, too. But just to reiterate... Uh, they don't have divisions. They just decided that the number one and two team in the conference should play again uh, because the Big Twelve are a fucking mess. Because you need ten teams in the Big Twelve. Yep. So, the, so this question really is: Who thinks going to finish the with 10. the best and the second best record in conference, and then they're going to play again, and who wins? Kyle, you go. Your turn.
1: I think you nailed it with Oklahoma, Iowa State. Um, I'm going to go Oklahoma though. with The win. No, you. That's what you want. So yeah, same. <laughs> i don't believe in texas
0: that much uh, me either frankly i i think they're back i don't think they're that back all the way back yeah, yeah they're just kind of back jeff where are we at
2: so i did make the bold move and go with oklahoma texas Ooh. i still think oklahoma will snock them around i think they're just they're like a notch above i know texas beat them they beat them in one game last year right
0: Yeah, it was the the regular season. It was a shootout in the the Red River shootout. shootout. Yep.
2: Yeah, but Texas gets LSU. Well, that that's not a home game, right? It's in.
0: I think it's in Houston.
2: Houston. But they got Oklahoma State and Oklahoma at home.
0: Well, they don't get Oklahoma at home. That's also a neutral site. Well, though. Yeah. The scoreboard will be on the left side, not the right side.
2: (laughs) Um, As they play at
0: the Death Star.
2: I think they just they've recruited too well for to not be as good as they can be so
0: how we'll they play in the real life are you saying they play in the Death Star for the championship oh yeah they still play at the
1: do they actually still play at the?
0: they play at the Cotton Bowl for the actual game still but I okay. think the championship is yes in, in Jerry World yes and the
1: Cotton Bowl itself is now actually in the Death Star like the actual bowl at the end of the year that's what I'm
0: getting confused yes and then the Heart of Dallas Bowl is in the Cotton Bowl oh <sighs> So it's all dumb. very confusing. So uh, it, took me, it took me everything not to put Oklahoma State against Oklahoma, just for the record, for back-to-back uh, bedlam <laughs> weeks. Um, I think that'd be a fucking blast. Uh, let's knock out uh, the probably easiest one, uh, the SEC. Uh, I have Alabama over Georgia. Jeff?
2: I went with... Uh, this is just a contrarian take, but I went with Florida versus uh, still with Alabama winning.
0: Nice. So... So despite the character issues, Florida uh, Florida edges out. Do you think it's because Florida beats Georgia or because Georgia falls apart? Um, Relative to it, falling apart, I guess. Like two losses.
2: Well, it's just that uh, Georgia has lost a lot of players this offseason, too. They've had a lot of issues of their own. So,
0: Okay, that's a fair answer.
2: Yeah, and what do we have, Kyle? It's a toss-up.
1: I, I just see it being anything other than Georgia with Alabama. All right. So, so damn top heavy. Yeah. Division. It. It really that league.
0: Is. Well, and then and then the just the mess at 2 to 5 in the West and in the East really. Yeah. Um, uh, all right. So I left the Big 10 and the ACC uh, last intention. I will let either of you whoever speaks first pick which one we do next. And then go so ahead let's and go go say ACT. who you got in it. Okay, cool. So who I'm you gonna got? I'm going to
1: go uh, As delusional of a Syracuse fan as I am, (laughs) Clemson is going to win the Atlantic and then win the division and win the conference. I think they're going to beat Miami in the finals. Ooh.
0: I don't think. Manny train. What's crazy is that wouldn't have been a surprise last year, right? But it's kind of a surprise this year. Maybe. I guess, depending on who you're talking to. Uh, Jeff, what do you think? I think you and I have the same pick. Um, Oh,
2: no. Virginia seems to be on the up and up. It, but there, I still it's, think it's not going to be anything. It's Clemson's going to demolish them. So
0: It's going to be weird when, like, Syracuse and UVA is a big-time game in the ACC. Mm-hmm. When
1: then, they like, play Louis- each other every five years.
0: Yeah, but then, like, Louisville and Louisville, Florida State are, like, on uh, ESPN3. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cool, so we all have Clemson. Uh, before we... We all have Clemson, we all have BAM, and we all have Oklahoma winning those conferences, respectively. Uh, and Houston for the Americans, so we're unanimous in a few of them. Uh, let's jump to the Big Ten. Uh, Jeff, you're going to go last. Uh, Kyle, what have you got?
1: Oh, right. Go with the West. Uh, I'm going to go Wisconsin. I have okay. a hard time not picking Wisconsin in the West just because it just seems like they're always fucking there.
0: Old habits die hard.
1: Yeah, and I f- just feel like they're always they're gonna find their way back into that position, and I think they're gonna lose to Ohio State in the championship.
0: All right, so Ryan Day picks up where Urban left off. All right, I have. Oh, uh, I hit the wrong fucking button, y'all. Sorry. Uh, I have Michigan representing the East and Purdue uh, winning the West, um, and I've got Michigan winning it all. Uh, but I think Michigan-Purdue could be a really Really, really fun game. Uh, Purdue has the receiver. Do they play in a regular season? They don't this year. Oh, that makes it even more exciting. Excellent. Uh, So, Jeff, who you got, man? Michigan man.
2: I'm a little torn because I really wanted to go with Purdue, but their non-conference schedule includes TCU, Vanderbilt. They go at Penn State, at Iowa.
0: This is Purdue.
2: Yeah, at Wisconsin. So, like, they might actually be a better team this year and have a worse record.
0: That I feel like uh, low key that happens more times than we know, but we never find out because a coach gets fired to her.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, they're locked in with Brom, but um, I hope so. With that being said, I, yeah, I'm going Wisconsin and Michigan, but Wisconsin has a tough schedule too. So, honestly, you talked about it last time, Marty. Like, the Big Ten West could have like, four pretty solid teams and it's just going to be weird how they end up
0: right everyone everyone has seven wins overall but they're all really good they just eat each other up yep they're they're basically uh what the acc was last year but good (laughs)
1: like an acceptable version of
2: (laughs) and jeff you see a
0: wisconsin win in that game
2: no, I have Michigan beating Wisconsin. No.
0: <laughs> Big That <10. laughs> <laughs> pauses everything. What a Paul homer. Chris
2: is a Paul Chris is a fucking idiot. So
0: what a homer. Well, I'm interested to see what Wisconsin does at quarterback too. Uh, if that force yeah, because they're time.
2: they're refusing to name him the starter, even though he's taking the first string reps.
0: I mean, that, Murphs, that, that, I think that's like like medium medium mind games too. Yeah, are to, like to keep it
1: close to the vest. Yeah, they don't want to play their whole hand.
0: I mean, they can just hand it off to Jonathan
2: Taylor thirty times again.
0: No shit, dude. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. And 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 I'm not sure. I'm not sure, especially in the West, uh, who would be really well suited to just stop them either. Like Northwestern, maybe. Maybe Iowa. But like oh, I was I was sneaky. So if you have all American defensive end. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So you have Nebraska. You know what Minnesota? That whole row in the boat thing that might work. That could mm-hmm. happen. They beat Wisconsin back. last year. They did. What did? Well, we're not even going to dig into it. We can dig, take that for another episode. All righty. So we have uh, we have games coming up soon, don't we? Ten days, seven days, something like that. Uh, A week, week from yeah. Saturday.
2: Week zero, okay. Miami and Florida.
0: Zero. I'm so excited. Miami and Florida, huh?
2: I, I'm for some reason I'm super pumped about Manny Diaz. Like I just love. I think. I, I hope likeable, they're going to be right? good.
0: Yeah, like he's he's yeah. like, I feel like Manny Diaz is the closest thing you get to like the high school teacher that you really really loved because he was so enthusiastic about the subject he taught. He or she was so enthusiastic about the subject that you just want him to do well. And like Diaz loves football. He loves coaching. He loves developing players. And It'd be weird if he hated football. Brother, uh, you're right, but we, we've, how, how, how much did Bill Parcells really love the game? Because it felt like he, just liked he to yell at people. ever. He just yeah, wanted to he, yell at people. Right, he just wanted to be harsh on people. <laughs> um, so that's going to do it for us at the RunPod option. Uh, we are going to pick up, I believe, we still got to work out some details, but I think we're going to maybe have something like a small weekly recap show uh, on a Monday or Tuesday once the season kicks off uh jeff kyle and i will work on that uh while we do feel free to check out um some of our older episodes there's only a few of them for the run pot option uh there's a lot more for the sports trebuchet uh and again follow us at sports trebuchet on twitter instagram uh get at us um and have a good uh week and a great week zero guys do you have anything to say before we sign off never (laughs) jeff can i get a roll tide
2: I'll give you a war eagle for our friend Daniel
0: Smith Oh you know what If Daniel isn't this far (laughs) um, I'll give him a kiss on the forehead
2: Oh that's adorable